You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Nashville After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Nashville After Show. Woohoo! Hey everybody, happy Halloween! I am joined here by Carl. Carl Lagerfeld here. <laughs> we love it. So we are missing Whitney and uh, Jen, Jen tonight, which we miss you guys. I hope you're all having a great Halloween out there. Um, so we're here doing Nashville uh, episode four. We live in two different worlds. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it was a very good episode. I I am Lauren Leonelli, um, aka Cara Lagerfeld, for this lovely Halloween. I have all of my costume accoutrement, fan glasses, gloves. Don't be distracted, folks. If you don't know who Cara Lagerfeld is, Bing him, look him up, and you will see a very striking resemblance. Yeah, I think I'm a little distracted over here, Sorry. but <laughs> Bing is for doing, and we are here doing Nashville. So, and I'm I'm just disco girl. I got she yeah. she was coming with this, so I was going to dress up in Nashville attire tonight, and then she showed me what she was going to be wearing, and I thought, okay, we got to have a we got to liven it up a you little gotta, bit tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I, I derailed JJ a little and made her go for it, but you yeah. look fantastic and sparkly and I love the wig and thanks I was a little nervous about how I was going to manage to get these headphones on over this but it's it's all come together Carl made it easy to slick it back dye it white done and done but bam yeah well he always knows good fashion so yeah all right so let's talk let's talk about the episode it got us it teased us from the beginning which we knew we both called it was way too good to be true that Deacon and Raina would actually be in bed together to start things off tonight oh my gosh that started (laughs) and we were like oh and as soon as JJ and I saw it about two seconds into it we're like it's a dream (laughs) we knew we knew I'm taking these off because I feel like I can't see we hoped it wasn't but we knew that they would not give that to us so soon they are gonna make us wait for that yeah (laughs) But for you know, a long time. It did. It they, of course they're dangling the carrot like they do so well. But it also really, again, it's like insight into Raina's brain. Like clearly, this is what she wants. She will do and say anything different mm-hmm. to Teddy, obviously, and even to Deacon. Like every time yes. it comes up, she tells him like, "We're through. We're done. You need to go." And she this episode the same thing. She's dreaming about sleeping mm-hmm. with him, and then she's 
in her real life doing the exact opposite. So she's really torn. And you kind of had a problem with that this episode, didn't you? I did. So we can go ahead and talk about that now if we want, as we talk about Raina and Teddy. I was very disappointed in her this episode. Okay, why? I was, why? I was too, but I want to hear why. why I was very mad at her for her last scene when after uh, they played at Teddy's um, campaign um, rally. Yeah. And and. Deacon was then apologizing to her for, you know, the, the quarrel between with Teddy. Yeah. And I, I felt like if anybody, she should have been apologizing to him for putting him in the position. And yes, she didn't ask, but she clearly knew it was being arranged behind her back. So yeah. she was well aware of what was going on. Yeah. And putting him in that situation, um, I think Lamar was out of line and Teddy jumped right on there. So I, I think Deacon was right for standing up for himself. I would have done the same thing. And she, I just think she should have been embarrassed that she put him in that situation and been a lot kinder than she was completely agree and i feel like she you know they lamar and teddy completely attacked him Mm -hmm. he didn't really do anything but just kind of defend like you said himself while they were throwing the daggers there and even teddy threw out there oh are you drinking again or something it's just like they were being really mean and um of course they they shot it in a way that it was like on the in the frame of the camera, Teddy on one side, Deacon on one side, and right in the middle stands Raina going, Can mm-hmm. we just get on with this? And exactly after they did the performance and had those weird stare downs yeah. all night yeah. between Teddy and Deacon and between Teddy and Peggy, who we have to talk uh-huh. about too. Mm-hmm. When they got back in that room, he and Raina, she cried and told him to get out. It's like that was her yeah. opportunity to say what she was really feeling. She's having these yeah. dreams about him. And, I mean, obviously, you know, that might not be good for the storyline to just go right into it. But that's those opportunities where you go, okay, just do it. Just tell him. Yeah. And there's only so many times. I mean, clearly she's been doing this to him for years. Yes. So I don't know if, she, you know, she really is unhappy in her marriage and that's not where she wants to be. It's like you, you she just can't keep taking opportunities where she should be. It's like the one we saw when they were on the bridge together. All these times when she should just be taking the opportunities to, like, be nice and say kind things at and instead least, of shutting. Yeah. At least but, be nice. But she goes the exact opposite. Yes. And I think it's probably just because her feelings for him are so strong. It's mm-hmm. like she either opens her mouth and says, I'm in love with you. Let's run away together or get the hell out of my face because I can't take it. Mm-hmm. And um, I think she that's a very good point, JJ. She's probably been doing this to him for years. We're just getting to see their life from this point on. Mm-hmm. But there is a like, what, 20 year history of them and I feel like this has probably been going on the entire yeah. time and I mean he's got it coming from her from two angles you know she not only is she, is she the one that is married and has kids so he has to see that and is still you know in love with her and has mm-hmm. to watch that all the time but has still been professional enough to continue to work with her exactly but he was also the one with career ambitions as well which mm-hmm. he alluded to you know not alluded to he said again tonight which we've heard before that mm-hmm. it's hard to be the one like in the shadows all the time where so not only does she get all the glory and the fame and, and the, the you know, family? The yeah, and but the then she gets the, yeah, yeah, and he's she, constantly just sitting back there. And so that's I think that's what made me so mad about it tonight was that like he said I'm only here for you. You know mm-hmm. he he didn't show up for anyone else but Raina that mm-hmm. night. And so for and her, look what he got. Yeah, for her to say that to him at the end, just, I was her. like, all right, 
She made me mad tonight. And she could have, you're, you're right. She could have said to him, you know what? I'm sorry about that. You know, I don't really get along with my dad. I don't agree with that. I've got to stand by my husband, but maybe this wasn't, you know, it shouldn't have gone down like that. She could have at least said that. She didn't have to say, like, we were talking about, I'm in love with you and I'm having yeah. these feelings. She doesn't have to go that far, but she could have at least said, hey, that whatever, that shouldn't have happened. But I feel like she just can't have him around. Every mm-hmm. time he comes back, her feelings as of recent, are so strong that it's almost like she has to push him away with just being mean on purpose so that she can just get him out. Yeah. And that's why she fired him. Um, I just don't think she can deal with her feelings with him for him. And it it feels a little unfair because he's been dealing with it forever, Mm -hmm. loving her and watching her have the family and the success and still being, like you said, professional. And she kind of can't do it. Mm-hmm. No, I think you're absolutely right. I think it is because she does really love him so much that mm-hmm. she can't. And we even saw when when uh, Raina and Teddy had the conversation about they were at the country club and um, they were talking about setting up this this com- this concert that she mm-hmm. was going to do. And that Peggy came in and we both went, oh, my gosh, something's going on there because they there was an energy and a look mm-hmm. that happened. And so that kind of was this the carrot they dangled in front of us this episode until we found out more about that and when they got when Raina and Teddy got back home and she said what's going on with Peggy she still totally has the hots for you Mm -hmm. and he just blew it off and he said well you know why I married you because you you dazzle dazzle me me. I was gonna say excite but he said you dazzle me and she could not return Mm -hmm. the sentiment at no. Yeah, it was clear written on her face. She, I mean, she's but, and she always mm-hmm. does this. She goes, "I love you." That's like her way to get out of it. Cuz yeah. she, you know what? I feel like she really does love him, so she knows she's not lying by saying that. But, but she's not dazzled by him. She's not dazzled no. by him, but you know who does dazzle yes. her every time she's on stage and they look at each other. He was dazzling her in bed at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah, you can just tell exactly the look in the eye when he said the, he dazzled, she dazzled him. She just it was he was like apologetic, you know, because mm-hmm. she feels like she wants to be able to say it to him, but she just yeah. knows that, yeah, she, she doesn't can't. feel that in her heart and she really can't, you know. Oh. But also with, you know, I think Teddy coming in and saying that, you know, he can't um, when Raina's on the bed afterwards, yes. too. And then when she says that, OK, she'll fire him, mm-hmm. you know, another Another scene where, okay, but yet you're working with a woman who you had a relationship with 15 years ago, and you didn't even tell your wife that she was working on the campaign with you, but yet you're going to come in and make it be like where she has to stop. You know, so so two situations tonight that really just rubbed me the wrong way. It was totally annoying because it felt like Raina could have defended Teddy mm-hmm. a little bit. But see, I don't, I think she feels like she can't do that because I De- think... Deacon a little bit? I mean, mean Deacon, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I feel like she can't, she's afraid to do that because if she does, I think she'll feel like she's transparent. You know yeah. when you have, well, actually, this is a weird, a weird um, comparison, but you know when you have a dream about somebody and you see them, then like, I feel like this used to happen to me in high school. <laughs> I'd have a dream about somebody like some boy I liked or something and they'd walk by me in the hallway and be like, oh my God, I could totally just tell I dreamed about him last night. <laughs> like I would think that you could tell like it, that it's like something about your vibe yeah. or something. And I feel like, and she did have a dream about him this mm-hmm. episode, but beside that, I feel like Raina feels like if she defends Teddy, she will become trans. I mean, Deacon. Gosh, yeah. I always do this. I know what you're names. saying. Yeah. If Raina defends Deacon, she will become transparent to Teddy. Like, oh, why are you defending her, Ra- him, mm-hmm. Raina? And I feel like she doesn't want to have to even, like, 
open a door slightly to the idea of it. Yeah. So I think that she couldn't defend him sitting on the bed there. She just had to say, you know what? He's fired. And I mean, Teddy didn't really have to say anything. He walked in and said, I'm your husband. I can't deal with this anymore. She could have been like, and you're, yeah, you are my husband. You don't support me or he's a part of my tour. I mean, it wouldn't. Or we were trying to help out your campaign that's failing, you know? (laughs) No, he said nothing. And she just like, Okay, yeah, I know. I know I got fired. And And it's a good comparison, too, because when they were in the kitchen and she'd mentioned what we just talked about a couple minutes ago, oh, I think she still has the hots for you. He was like, oh, pish posh. And she was like, well, anyway, just moved on to the next subject. <laughs> I was like, that was easy. Yeah, it, that totally was. Yeah, you, you think there'd be a little more questions like, hmm, yeah. what, what, you, you don't, you don't sli- it doesn't slip your mind to mention if somebody's working on your campaign that you had like a, a, relationship. a relationship with. Yeah, so we're assuming, tell your wife, I mean, yeah, you know? like we're assuming that's what it was because they, he said, she said He's, she had the hots for you and he said that was 15 years yeah. ago. So there was some sort of. But wait a second, though. How long have Teddy and Raina been married? Because I feel like it was right. Was that it couldn't have been an affair that he had with her? Because I don't think it would have blown over that easily. It was probably something right before he before, met her. That's what I would. I okay, would, I don't. We don't know that, but I would but think. I don't time, think it was as they were when they were together. Timeline wise, it probably matches up about right. Because I think their daughters are the oldest daughter is probably like thirteen or yeah. something. So that might be about right. But. I don't know, but that Peggy girl. Yeah, let's talk about her a little bit. Peggy. Well, first of all, interesting, you know, casting to bring, you know, Kimberly Williams Paisley. Paisley. So a little Brad Paisley and a little Mm -hmm. country shout out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right before the CMAs. And Mm -hmm. also, you made a very. We have a new drinking game now on Nashville. Why don't you tell them about it, JJ? Because it was your discovery that you pointed out. Like, okay, so the new drinking game for anybody out there is anytime. If you're above the, over oh, the yeah, age yeah. of 21. Thank you. <laughs> um, or drink Kool-Aid, whatever. Uh, every time they mention another ABC show within Nashville, because I believe tonight we had... Jimmy uh, Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel, GMA. Good, good morning, Rob, America. Mm-hmm. We had... Um, Katie Kirk. Katie. Um, I feel like there was another one. SNL. Well, oh, wait. NBC. NBC. But they did mention there, SNL. Yeah, there was another one because there was like boom, 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 four in a row. And then they came back, I think, yeah, like with, there was with Kimmel like, later on too. Oh, CMAs. Yeah. Uh, there was probably CMAs. like five or six. <laughs> yeah. So if, if it's tequila that you legal drinkers were having, you are all out of it right now. <laughs> Hopefully paying yeah. attention to our show. But no, yeah, I think that it's very funny that they plug, 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 plug. Yeah. I mean, I get it. But tonight it just seemed it was a little overkill. There was so many mentions <laughs> that we found it humorous. Well, and I think it's probably true too. if something like this were really going on, publicists and managers yeah. would be firing those facts out like right and left, like this person's talking about you, this person's mm-hmm. talking about you. But it was very funny. And a good drinking game nonetheless. <laughs> so, but, but no, but Peggy, okay, so we've got Kimberly Williams Paisley on mm-hmm. there and she walks in and instantly we're like, there is mm-hmm. something happening between her and Teddy. Nothing was even said, really. She, well, she gave him the eye, uh, well, well, we knew right away, but then also while they were playing, she gave him the eye, Teddy the eye, oh, and yeah. nods to go back. But, and I was like, oh, that was later in the episode, but yeah. I'm saying right when she came in, both you and yeah. I were like, and I'm assuming oh. you viewers at home feel the same way, we, our ears perked up for sure. We were like, uh, what's happening there? <laughs> um, and that was just like, I mean, that's probably good acting on their part because it was just a vibe. It was nothing in the dialogue. Yeah. Um, and then we find okay. out later in the kitchen that they had this thing 15 years ago. And then it concludes with the concert, the looks at the mm-hmm. concert. 
she gave him that look to like, let's go back over whatever. And I'm thinking, what, go make out or something? But when they met in the car at the end of the episode, I thought they were going to kiss or something, but they didn't. So what do you Mm -hmm. think they're... They're trying to make well, us feel like they had an affair or they're having an affair, but maybe that's not what's going yeah, on. Yeah, that's, I think, what I kind of guessed while we were in there. I thought, well, it, like, so then I took it to mean when she called him back that she has um, details or information, some secrets, you know, that she needed to talk to him about and was trying to talk to him about it yeah. there. So then, you know, she, I think yeah. she's freaking out a little bit that things are going to come out. Um, so, yeah, but I think you're right. I think they're trying to make us think it was just, again, we're start thinking, oh, what, do they have a kid now? Do they, was she yeah, pregnant? Well, you know, but I think think it's I think it's other I think it might be something else tied to kind of his shady business dealings and those too. things he was burning before like right. maybe somehow she's had something to do with helping in that maybe back in the day maybe I mean 15 years ago might have been too much too far back but For maybe that, they that's still true. kept in contact after whatever relationship they had enough to to know that she's she knows some yeah because yeah. she knows and maybe because of their close relationship or past relationship, she knows something very, like, secretive about him. You're right, because if it was 15, so they're probably trying to say when he was, they were around 25-ish then, That would, right? maybe, but then I'm saying maybe whatever he's trying to cover up was probably more like 10 years ago. But she, I'm just, we're, we're all just speculating. Yeah, we're but just... I, but I think she... Because she was so close with him, she must have known something about him from the beginning mm-hmm. and then stayed close with him. And then something, maybe they tried to cover something up or something came about. Yeah. You know, I don't, who knows, but there's definitely something happening. And I feel like the easy answer is that, oh, they're having an affair, but I don't think that that might not be what it is. Yeah. I think they're trying to make you think that. I think so too. I, I don't think that's my gut. I don't think that's what it is yet. Now, do I think that that could happen in the future? Yes. We could find <laughs> out I, about something. I, I think they could start to have, as they work on the campaign closer and as, as Teddy and Raina drift apart more, I definitely think she could be one mm-hmm. um, to watch out for. To get in there as yeah. his kind of ethics, you know, might start to get questioned mm-hmm. as the campaign goes along. So. I love her, the introduction of her character and this um her trying to sort of help the audience discover what's happening with Mm -hmm. teddy and i like that they're kind of tricking us right now into thinking like what does she have to do with this is it sexual is it not like i like that they're doing that i like it too because before we just kind of had lamar Mm -hmm. coming with his angle and Mm -hmm. it is it's this one kind of we didn't see coming so it was nice to have that little surprise tonight loved it like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm sure you guys are around friends for Halloween. So mm-hmm. if you can tell your friends <laughs> to take a look at our podcast on iTunes, download them, tell, tell friends about them, um, rate us, give us reviews, tell us things that you'd like to hear us talk about. If there's something in the show that you're like, hey, talk about this topic or what do you think about this? We'd love to hear it and gives us um, thing, good, good ideas to keep you guys, you know, entertained and interested in or any as questions well. i mean this show is so like soap yeah. opera there's yeah. so many layers like there might be some a scene that we're talking about right now that you might have a total different thought mm-hmm. about like no way that's not what they're doing this is what i think happened like rate and comment and tell us because we love love to hear about it and then we can you know shout you out bring it up discuss it even just between us mm-hmm. and whatever you're thinking or you could call in too i mean yeah we love we'd love to have a caller i know but, yeah call call and if you do want to call, it is 424-256-1729. 
All right. So let's go on and talk a little about a Juliet. bit about Juliet. Juliet. Yeah. Oh, man. She had a rough episode. She did. She, mm-hmm. did, she did a good job with all of the, I mean, acting-wise, I think Hayden really nailed it. Yeah. Um, but Juliet's character had a rough episode mm-hmm. dealing with the allegations of her stealing the nail polish in the store mm-hmm. and it going viral on the internet. And at first she was like, oh, wow, looking on her computer, four million hits. That's great. You know, any publicity is good publicity. Yeah. And then when she started, and I was like, is she, what the? And pretty ballsy, shove, you know, slamming the door in the cop's face, telling yeah. him to get a real job and just, yeah, really being totally. arrogant. And- like it was no big NBD, mm-hmm. no big deal. Yeah. Well, you know what? It ended up being a huge deal. <laughs> yes, it did. And she learned she quickly. she got knocked off her high horse quite quickly because Mm -hmm. that girl likes to tell people what to do and all of a sudden she lost all her control and all her power Mm -hmm. and she went in like a major downward spiral Mm -hmm. and so they brought in was i'm sorry a lawyer or a publicist to help it was her publicist um and what are we both blinking on her name yeah i didn't i'm Sorry, I didn't actually get her name we both realized that we did not know what her name was but you know anybody can call in or comment or tweet. We'll look it up for next week. We'll look it up. Um, Watch it again. But yeah, it it was uh, her publicist that came in from like the East Coast, I want to say, mm-hmm. or, or no, or maybe LA or something. She was coming in from somewhere else. And she was basically, and I loved her. Yeah, she was great. She was so good. Mm-hmm. She was like so fit the part, in control, and kind of was just like, didn't take crap yeah. from Juliet. And I that was like one of the first people that we see that's like, all right, fine. If Juliet gets yeah. a little bratty or a little diva-ish, she just kind of threw her hands in the air, would be like, okay, well, that's not going to work. So go ahead and do that, but you'll see what's going to exactly. happen. Exactly. I love the way I she did that. loved too. that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she kind of came in and was just like, look, this is what you, this is damage control now. As of now, this is what we're going to do. You have to like, you have to play the card of like, I'm sorry, and this is what happened, and be honest, but like, you know, and she was like, okay, fine, I'll be honest, and you saw that look in her eye going, oh, God, what's this She's interview going to be mm-hmm. like? They wanted to set up an interview with GMA, and she said no at first, and then when she realized what started to happen, she was getting made fun of on all the late night mm-hmm. shows, they were going to do a sketch on SNL about her, and then all of a sudden she goes, okay, shoot, we need to do GMA, mm-hmm. and when that happened... Steph got cry. Real cry. <laughs> it did. Yeah. Because right away, she didn't listen to the publicist. No. And she lied. First thing. So then Robin, Robin Roberts mm-hmm. said, all right, who obviously knew she was lying. And mm-hmm. she did what the, you know what they would do during that situation and put her on the spot and totally asked the tough her question the about her mom. Yeah. Then she stormed off the stage and ended the interview. And, and it didn't look so good for her. And I thought it was funny, too, because that Robin would have, of course, or any interviewer would have, of course, went for the hard-hitting question after that. Like, okay, you're going to you're gonna say you forgot to pay for it. You put it in your, your purse and you forgot to pay for the nail polish. Okay, cool. So let's talk about your mom then. Yeah. And she really lost it. And then I thought it was funny when Juliet ripped off her microphone and was like, this interview's over. And I got <laughs> up and left to do like that. I think I sound like her. This interview interviews over that was good i thought i'm not gonna try and sing like her but i did kind of sound like her okay um and she stormed off and robin roberts just stared like the other side i mean whatever this is a tv show but both of us went she wouldn't have done that she would have been like um she would have kept trying to talk or oh okay so she's leaving the scene you don't just leave the dead air like that come on robin we know you're better than that no but it Oh, yeah. Hail to the gnaw, Robin. 
we know you're better than that. No, but that was that she I mean, she lost like clearly yeah. we know that her mother is her button. Like mm-hmm. that's just I mean, it's like a dead giveaway. Yeah. And it was interesting to see her just go like screw this interview. And uh, you know what I think, though? I think this is kind of showing her she's still green. Yeah. You know what I mean? Raina and, you know, what they were mentioning, other country singers like Reba McIntyre, those people earned their spot. Well, and this was one of the first times, too, that she kind of she got a, you know, Glenn made that dig with her about like, you know, Raina and these other people, Martina McBride, they've, they've earned it. Mm-hmm. And before she was always like, didn't want to hear that, you know, mm-hmm. or was always, and mm-hmm. this time you could see it sinking in more. She, she got it. She's like, okay, yeah, maybe they've been through, you know, maybe it's time for me to shut up and, and learn a bit, a little bit. Have some respect for the yeah. people who paved the way for her. I mean, those people she grew up listening to and she, she refuses to give them credit yeah. until now. I think she finally went, Okay, look. Yeah. You know what? And it's it just shows her it shows like I said it shows her that she's green because being a country star or a celebrity or whatever, it's not just about whatever art it is if you're a singer or an actor. It's about all the other stuff too, being in the public yeah. eye and how you handle things and how you interview and how you look on the red carpet and who you're dating and all the stuff that you don't think matters. And she's learning that lesson the yeah. hard way. Well, and I think it's nice too because we are seeing, she's also learning like at the end when she says, you know, I don't have friends. I just have people that want to be seen with me. And yeah. so I think she's, it's a good gut check for her this week. And I think that's sure. why we, we warmed up a little bit to her it this time. Because yeah, she, um, um, she was, I was just going to say. She has some, well, I will oh, say, oh, go ahead. And I knew what it was. I was, when you said that she's um, green, I think, I think it's also, it is that she's had this horrible childhood, yeah. you know, she and she's, to cover it up. Tra- yeah, and tries to always act like, like she didn't need anybody. And, and like she said, that was her real reason for the stealing, you know, cause then she feels in control and well, she can take her, care of herself. Yeah. And her publicist kind of said that she goes, be honest, stop covering up where you come from and, and, you know, be honest about what what you're doing here and i feel like it's a hard thing to do but that's when you when people start to relate to you and respect you when they see the real side of you anybody you know everyone has something and if she were to have come out and said this is where i come from and it was a mistake there would have been millions of people in this fictitious world that would have been like oh my gosh i can totally relate probably new supporters because she's not that snotty brat you know because she said oh it's because i'm rich and you know everybody wants Mm -hmm. to you know and and no that people don't want to hear that and and as we saw after that happened her manager tried to drop her Mm -hmm. and she was getting her sponsors pulled from her tour yep so remind me about my prediction about that okay because that is leading my oh, yeah. brain down. Yeah, a very yeah she also got dumped on not being a CMA presenter. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Because she didn't like that dress. It looked poor. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, Julia, when are you going to learn? And her mom is still living in the mm-hmm. house. And well, let's go ahead. Yeah, no, her mom's really, really trying to like kind of be the mom. And I can understand her hesitant, Juli- Juliet's hesitant because, yeah. you know, she's like, oh, all of a sudden you're just going to be my mom when it's convenient for you. Because she's been through that before where she lets her mom in and, and her I, mom's disappointed her. Totally. But that one moment where she's like, oh, you're stealing from me, mm-hmm. which is very hypocritical of her to accuse her of stealing. Yeah. And she dumps out her bag and there's nothing that she took from her except she sees the picture. Juliet finds mm-hmm. the picture of her mom and her when they, like Juliet was like a little girl mm-hmm. that, that her mom clearly carries around with her everywhere. And she breaks down and in, into hysterics. Yeah. And that yeah. was the moment where you go, okay, she really just wants her mom yeah. so bad. And she is fighting against it so much because it's clearly this vulnerable side that she doesn't want to let anybody see. Yeah. And I and I think that's a lot about what this episode was about. People just wanting her to be real and vulnerable, and she just can't do it. Mm-hmm. 
Just yeah, can't. just being afraid that if she does that, then then she's not in control and she mm-hmm. loses control and she's vulnerable and then mm-hmm. she leaves herself open to be hurt again. Exactly. But if she doesn't do that, then she, I think, can control whether, you know, how deeply she gets hurt again. Exactly. But clearly so it's pushing that. people away. This facade that she's yeah. building. Start, you know, the being a celebrity is so, I'm sure, difficult because, I mean, I would know. <laughs> um, because people want every to know everything about you. And yeah. it's hard with all of like, you know, the internet and the paparazzi and the media today to cover up anything. It's almost like you just have to like be as real as you can because people are going to find stuff out anyway. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that's something that we'll see Teddy dealing with in this too. I mean, he is going to, things are going to be uncovered and he needs to be as real as he can. Mm -hmm. And I think both of them are kind of dealing with that, like learning how to just Fess up to mistakes, be real, let people embrace them for who they are. But they're both at a wall right now. Yeah. And I get the feeling Teddy is not going to be. I think there's going to be a lot of dirty, (laughs) dirty things coming out. Politics are a little bit different than, you know. Well, even the Peggy said that, um, oh, you make a great politician. Her little line she said. Oh, yeah. yeah, She was was all over that little dig. (laughs) Yes. Yes. All right. Uh, so no, yeah. anything else on Juliet? I don't know. Wait, what else did we have on? Oh, you know what? Though we did kind of slightly um, have a little bit of an issue with well, Scarlett mm-hmm. and her hard. She's hard, to, difficult to understand. I don't know if any of you other viewers yeah. are feeling like that, but you and I were both like, we can't understand some of her yeah. lines. We couldn't understand, but her relationship with Avery and then Gunner, and they they we find out this episode that they booked that deal mm-hmm. the writing deal mm-hmm. and um and we start to see how avery is getting very jealous even more and more yeah. jealous and how scarlet well we don't really see jealousy yet but when when gunner meets the the girl Haley uh-huh. that they're now working with and they have that one night stand or whatever mm-hmm. it seems like it's going to turn into something we see scarlet seeing them leave the house together and mm-hmm. w- there's a little bit of like hmm yeah. in scarlet's eye for sure even though she's mm-hmm. so all about avery it's kind of disgusting yeah yeah the running over to avery and hugging him when, when gunner he, tells the news yeah <laughs> i mean it's like we're she the pro ugh, i have a little bit of a problem with her character and she's probably supposed to be this way yeah. so she's probably doing her job as an actress but it's not about that but the character i just feel like she's what i like to call the shivering lamb in the totally corner. agree like she is so like almost spineless mm-hmm. that it's like come on like she's so all about Avery and I mean I think she took a little power back in this episode when she looked at him and said I really want to do this I really want to be a writer and I want you to support me like I support you and he was just kind of like I'm trying yeah but she kind of she stood up for herself a little bit there and still kind of a sheepish way yeah but it was better than her like just drooling over him every five freaking seconds. Totally agree. I, I felt the same as you when, you know, the scene out by the truck, Ugh. you know, when he gets mad at the dinner because she mentions his music where he plays and sings at the, with the meeting with the record label. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's, he's mad that she brings that up because it makes him look like not as good because the club he sings at isn't as good as the bluebird, bluebird, you know, but then to storm off like afterwards outside there, it's just like, I mean, come on. You can't punish I, her just, for it. Yeah, yeah. And suck it up, get home. Like, you know, know yeah. be, be, I don't know but it, but she, but during that scene she was so sheepish sheepish and just like yeah that we were both like yelling at the screen like come on come you know on. like he's being he's being a jerk baby, he's having a hard yeah. time dealing with it and she's like no you can't walk home yeah it's like 
let him freaking walk home yeah. and you go out and party with what's celebrate his name? with your, Gunner yeah. and the new girl, even that would have been weird, but whatever. I mean, oh, she just so she seems so young and so like all about her relationship, which is great. But I mean, gosh, she has this amazing career opportunity and she's kind of like we wonder if she's gonna blow it because she's trying to make things work with Avery. Right. This episode, I feel like she's starting to see the light a little bit, but before that, I was like, this girl's she if she had a choice between Avery and her career, no second she'd be like yeah. Avery, one hundred percent. Who then in turn would turn choose his career in a heartbeat? Over her, <laughs> in a her like, which yeah. I mean, you shouldn't have to choose in a right situation, but rightfully yeah. so, they should both be trying to really go for it. You know, yeah. they're probably how old are they? Like they look like they're like twenty one. Yeah. So I don't know, but but Gunner has a, a nice little. Uh-huh. fling here with Haley. I think you brought up a good point tonight about who you thought Gunner reminded you of. He reminds me of, of Chris Klein. Yep. I couldn't put my finger on it yeah. until tonight. And then I looked at him and I'm like, oh, Chris yeah, Klein. Yeah, totally play the younger brother. On- totally. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. in an American Pie or something. American <laughs> Pie, like, part 12 or whatever the next one is. But yeah, no, she, um, they had a little a little one night stand and they're kind of cute together. And mm-hmm. then he put all the yogurt in the fridge the next day with her name on mm-hmm. it, which is how they first met. And I was like, that's cute. I liked it too. I want somebody to put yogurt in my <laughs> fridge with my name on it too. I, I actually liked that too, because I didn't want to see him pining over Scarlet. I didn't totally. want to watch another, you know, Deacon Raina kind of, well, kind of thing I wanted. And, and so I liked it. Actually, they were really cute and fun. And I liked the girl. I liked, I did kind of like that. She was just like, ah, we, you know, we can just, we have to work together. We can just call this yeah. at one time and have you know and, and he said like, she was uh, like a dude. I didn't know better yeah. I think you know if I didn't have evidence I would think you were a dude you know so I was kind of, it was just fun it was she, a good little yeah. another another character she another seems fun. cool and and there's not going to be a reason for Scarlet to not like her mm-hmm. so that's going to be interesting to see how that relationship works out but it is funny because it's you know like we always compare them to Deacon and Raina yeah. and it's just the same thing it's like he except for he's maybe I don't know, going to be more like Raina where he finds a relationship or something and she's left worrying about it. Because mm-hmm. we know Avery's not going to be, come on, he's not, they're not going to last. No. They're planting yeah. the seed for that to like not work out because he's whatever. So anyway, I don't know, but I thought that was a, a nice little introduction to see, to get to see Gunner kind of not being all about, all about her. Yeah. 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 Me yeah. too. Yeah. All right. Okay. Let's see if there. Is that did we did we cover everything on this Halloween All Hallows Eve? I think we covered most of the. Yeah, I think so. We're forgetting anything. I know. I was just gonna see the notes. We missed any big points. I don't know. I don't think we did. I think we covered. I it think all. we got them too. I think. Well, we did. We then at this to- time, let's see if we have some news and gossip. Yeah. Okay, well, oh, well, okay, this is a paper that I don't want anymore. All right, <laughs> Hayden is on the cover of Women's Health in the October issue, so that's obviously, it's now November to almost. But um, she has, so there's an interview in there, and it's, if you want to obviously hear more about it, you can buy the magazine and read it. But a couple of points in it, when she was 16, she got a picture taken of her and a tabloid, like it was a picture of her like behind her badonkadonk and it wrote like cellulite over it and she and the girl I mean I don't remember this picture but the girl has a banging body like yeah, what the heck is totally, that yeah. but anyway it, she said it made her feel like so mortified and she tried to tell herself like that beauty is an opinion not a fact so that like made herself feel better but the whole article is kind of about you know what she does her be- her fitness regime and her diet and she says she doesn't really have a specific diet or like fitness thing that she likes to do to like 
tell the readers, the fans, but she basically, she loves Bikram yoga. She likes making healthy choices with one eating, but she feels like that beauty, like not to sound cliche, but it comes from within. So if you can carry yourself with the light coming out of your eyes, that are the most, that could be the most attractive things about you is a quote from her. Hmm. And I agree. And I like yeah. that, that she's just kind of very real about like, you know what, you have to feel good about yourself in order to look good on the outside. And it's true. So again, women's health, if you want more on that article. And then Connie Britton was, um, she did a little, uh, I think you would call it like a little article in um, USA Today because Mitt Romney is quoting a famous quote from the coach on Friday Night Lights, which is the show oh. she used to been on, which is clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. And he oh, keeps boy. saying it in all of his speeches. And she and one of the producers from Friday Night Lights, Sarah Aubrey, they kind of had like a little bit of a problem with it. And they're kind of talking smack. So clearly we, we know who they're voting for. But um, <laughs> it's kind of relevant. You know, the election's right around the corner and they they sort of said like you know Obama is is really about like women's health care and he's made this this health care reform um, in the landmark of affordable health care act that, that helps women out and there were some characters in the show that they were kind of relating to you know if they could have benefited from this in real life and they also kind of pointed out that Dylan which is the town where uh, Friday Night Lights mm-hmm. took place is they said it's a town in Texas where um, the middle it's a, a a classic American town with hardworking middle class citizens, and they think that Obama is more closely related to that idea and those values than Romney is. So that he he shouldn't be throwing that quote around because mm-hmm. that's it doesn't represent who they think that Romney is and more who they think Obama is. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. They went a little political on that one, and then a little quick ratings review okay. here. Nashville continued to stand as the number one drama. Over Chicago Fire, and they have 6.5 million viewers. Um, and in addition to that, they beat out CBS's CSI, which is like their major mm-hmm. show, for the third consecutive week to rank as number one broadcast series for adults and women. <laughs> and that, this is great, right? And yeah. the show's great. And also Nashville holds 100% of its... Uh, its numbers from a week ago across the adult demos and across the even beating up the World mm-hmm. Series and its growth in men, the demo with men is growing. It's great. So it's kind of like reaching across the board here. I've noticed a lot on Twitter and um, a lot of guys commenting yeah. how much they love the show. I think love ABC it. is doing a great job of marketing as far as when you go to their website, like there's the music lounge, there's yeah. the you can download the, the tunes from uh, the episodes, yeah. which have been wonderful. All really great. good original music. Yeah, I think they've done a great job of really yeah. weaving um, weaving in all different all marketing tools aspects. for the show. Yeah, they're yeah. doing a great job. I yeah. agree. Yeah. Okay, I only I have two pieces of news as well. So Wyclef Jean, mm-hmm. there correctly, he is going to be joining the cast, Yay. and he will be playing the head of a music label. Nice. So he's something that one that we can look out for too. Yeah, I think that should be a great addition. I, I guess he isn't gone till November. <laughs> but I'm pumped. <laughs> Sorry, I could. That's I can't. That's an amazing I was, song, yeah, by the I, way. It is. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and also, the only other thing to note is that the CMA Awards are tomorrow night on ABC, I believe, 8, 7 Central. Yes. And there will be some of your favorite Nashville stars That's who right. will be presenting that night. So if you want another Nashville fix, tune in for that tomorrow night for lots of good music That's and to see right. some of your stars. That's right. So now it is time for predictions. Ooh. And now, you're After Buzz TV 
predictions. Okay, oh my god, I am dying to get this prediction Go for out. it. Okay, so... I think now with all this drama with Juliet and her, all of her sponsors being pulled and everyone's like, oh my gosh, she's a risk. We don't like her as much. Her popularity is dropping. I feel like what's going to happen is her record label is not going to want her to be the headliner of a tour. They're going to pull her off of that. So I feel like what's going to happen is Raina is going to be asked to be the headliner and then Juliet's going to have to come beg to be her opener. And I feel like Deacon... Because they got to keep this attached somehow. Mm-hmm. Is gonna in the process before all that happens. He's gonna. We see him going to Juliet's mm-hmm. at the end of this episode. So she's gonna get him on board because Raina's already said I'm done with you like five times. Yep. So Juliet Deacon are gonna be together. Raina's gonna be the headliner. They're gonna have to come up and open for her. But bam! <laughs> I thought that was a great one you had. How's that yep. for a prediction? Yep. And I also think just to add onto that a little bit, I think we're also going to see another level with Deacon and Juliet. Now that her mom is in the house and with her substance abuse problems, I think there, there's going to be uh, a bond with Deacon and Juliet because since obviously he's gone through them. Oh, which we did find out tonight that Coleman was his sponsor, That's which right. I, we didn't know that we before. Know that. That, was, that was a new yes. piece tonight. So That's good. That. But so anyway, I think there's also going to be a new connection for them on on that level as well. Totally. Totally. Episodes. All right. Carl Lagerfeld. Carl. Carl's back. Signing off. <laughs> Where can we find That's you? Awesome. All right. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. I, I got panic. distracted by this again. I can't help it. All right, Carl. Where can we find you? Well, <laughs> you can find Carl. Um, I'm sure all over the internet with his crazy quotes, but you can find Lauren Leonelli. Let me not confuse him taking my glasses off. Hi, <laughs> Lauren Leonelli. You can find me at laurenleonelli.com on Twitter at Lauren Leonelli and Facebook and Instagram. And you can find me at jjjurgens.com or at jjjurgens on Twitter and jjjurgens at Facebook. All right. Thank you guys so much for joining us this Halloween. Happy Go Halloween. eat some candy. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your night. See you next Thanks. week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 